What? Hello, everyone. This is my first uh, podcast with Podbean, and um, it's really just uh, me giving giving a test. But I did want to talk a little bit about uh, no more leeks and onions. Um, so I am uh, Gloria Holloway, the director, the host, a producer, and all of the above right now. And uh, just want to thank you for joining us and sorry for the delay at the beginning. Uh, get trying to get used to this uh, uh, program. This is my again, this is my first one. So um, uh, this is a biblical story that I'm going to talk about. And uh, the no more leeks and onions It comes from uh, the book of numbers in the Bible, the book of numbers, uh, chapter 11, verse four through six. And. I am using the Amplified uh, Translation. So I always like to start with a word of prayer. And again, I, I thank you for joining me. This is my first one. So please excuse my delay and, and fumbling it a little bit. Uh, Father, we thank you and we praise you for your graciousness and your mercy. We ask you even now, Father, that you will have your way during this time of this of this podcast and that you will get the glory, you will touch hearts, you will touch minds even now in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. No more leeks and onions. Numbers 11, verse 4 through 6, and it reads, And the mixed multitude among them, the rabble, the rabble who followed Israel from Egypt, began to lust greatly for familiar and dainty food. And the Israelites wept again and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish we ate freely in Egypt and without cost, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and garlic. But now our soul, our strength is dried up. There is nothing at all in the way of food to be seen from this manna. The uh, message translation uh, reads it this way. The riffraff among the people had a craving, and soon they had the people of Israel whining. Why can't we have meat? We ate fish in Egypt and got it free. The New Living Translation reads, Then the foreign rabble who were traveling with the Israelites began to crave the good things of Egypt, and the people of Israel also began to complain Oh, for some meat, they exclaimed. We remember the fish we used to eat for free in Egypt. And I uh, also came from Hebrews 5, 11 through 14, the New Living Translation. And it reads, there is much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't 
seem to listen. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you, again, the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know what to do, doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who are, who are through training, uh, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. As I was thinking and meditating on what the Lord would have me to present during this broadcast, I am reminded of a message I was listening to the other day, and I don't remember the message or the particular scripture, but what stood out to me was the leeks and onions was part of what the minister was talking about. I was also thinking about the last few meditations uh, my bishop had been speaking on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he mentioned birthday, birthing season, a new birth, and he talked about new beginnings. So I want to piggyback a little on this new birth, birthing and new beginning. I presented a, um, a short version on this word not too long ago during our prayer call. And uh, I know that this is not just a word for our church and friends, but a word for the body of Christ. <clears throat> In the scripture, he's saying that many have become, the Lord is saying that many have become, become dull of hearing during this time and during this season that we are in. We must be so very careful, saints of God. I believe that this is a word that God is speaking to us during this time of great turmoil and suffering for many. God is saying to us, no more leeks and onions as he did to the Israelites when he was leading them to their promised land, to their new beginning. This is a time of new beginning, a time for us to birth out what God has placed within us for such a time as this. Before we can experience new beginnings and new birth, we have to stop eating stuff with no substance just because it tastes good uh, to the senses. It is time for new beginning. It's time to birth out that which God has placed within us. It is time for the sons and daughters of God to rise up in the newness of the spirit of God. Many of us are not able to birth out anything because we are too spiritually weak because we are not eating enough of the meat of the word. We have the answer to so much of what is going on in the world today. The new beginning for many of us, I believe, is to come to a place in him, in God, where we have a strong word for the people during this time. In Numbers 11, the Israelites were crying out for meat and fish. In other words, they were lusting, craving, longing, itching, coveting, thirsting. I think you get the idea. Uh, they were longing after what was familiar after the past, what they had become accustomed to. And God is saying no more lusting after or craving for the old or that which the world has to offer. We are to desire the pure word of God that we may block and stop a lot of what is going on in this season. No more weak word, no more watered down word, no more word that satisfies the flesh that has no sustenance, that which will not be sustainable during this season. What is going on is for a re is for a season. How long it will take is pretty much up to the church, the body of Christ, the sons and daughters of God. 
in uh, both the uh, focus scripture, we see that the people of God did not want to move forward. In Numbers 11 and Hebrews 5, they were resisting moving forward. Uh, many today are longing after what used to be by resisting what is happening today and want to go back. This is a wake-up call, saints of God. No more business as usual. The past is the past. We are resisting because we think that where we were is better than where we are going, but it is not. How do I know? I am glad you asked. I know because we serve a progressive God. What he has promised to take us, what he has purposed, is to take us forward. It is going to manifest. It is up to us and it is up to us. Yes, it is up to you. It is up to me. And if we will be a part of the new, the new beginning, the birthing out through the power of God, whether we're going to do that or not, it is up to us. God is saying, put your hand to the plow and do not look back. And of course, we find that in Luke 9, uh, verse 62. He who looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. God is preparing us his bride for the soon coming king, the bridegroom. bridegroom. So get ready, fill your lamps, your vessels with oil. Don't be like the 10 virgins who were uh, not ready when the bridegroom came. The word says he will come as a thief in the night. Do I know when exactly he's coming? No, I do not. No man knows the day nor the hour. One thing I do know is that this is and always is a time of preparation. He may not come for another 100 or 200 years. That is not my or your concern. Our concern is to be ready because he may come tomorrow or next week, uh, uh, even today. Uh, are you occupying until he comes? Are you on your post? Are you fulfilling your kingdom assignment? Do you know what the kingdom assignment is? These are some questions we should be able to answer first and foremost uh, to ourselves. If someone is saying they know when Jesus is coming back, they are a liar according to the word of God. Jesus didn't even know when he walked the earth when he was coming. He said only God knows Jesus will come back as a thief in the night. Do you think a thief is going to tell you? Is going to tell you I'm coming at 7 p.m. this evening or whatever day and time he purposes to rob you. Uh, no, no, he's not. This is what God is saying to us. I'm not telling you, but you must be ready when I come. And that's in Second Peter uh, 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 chapter three, verse 10. We are to get ready by not knowing, by not only knowing the word, but by living the word and teaching the word to others by how we live and what we say, being sure that the two line up. Head knowledge is not enough. It is not enough. We are to be living epistles to be read of men by how we live. And we find that in Second Corinthians uh, chapter three, verse three. The Israelites, the Israelites were crying out for meat, but only the physical meat to satisfy their fleshly desires. The word doesn't say they wanted the meat and fish because they were hungry, but only only that they longed for the delicacies from Egypt. God brought them out of Egypt because they were crying out to be delivered and because of his promise to Abraham. He delivered them, but soon they were crying to go back. Again, this is the same for many of us. God has saved us spiritually and physically, but we are trying to go back to the familiar because it is all we know, and therefore we are resisting learning the new. 
Jesus said we are to learn of him for his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. And we find that in Matthew uh, chapter 11, verse 29 and 30. He wants to lighten our burdens, but we are refusing to give them up. We are holding on, persisting and holding on to those burdens, those things that easily beset us. But many of you, many of you don't need anyone to teach you. You need to be teaching someone. You need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles. You need solid food and solid food, not milk. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of God. Of uh, in the word of righteousness, I'm sorry, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. So we, again, we, we're talking about what the word says. You need solid food, not milk. God is saying it's time for us to put the bottle down, to stop drinking the milk, to stop sucking on the breast. And, and unless we're sucking on his breast, because he's the breasty one and everything is in him. But even that is, is more than, than the, the delicacies and the things that we're looking that, that, that's, uh, satisfying to our flesh and that we don't have to do anything to, to get it or maintain it. But God is saying that it's time for solid food and solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit about that on this evening. I'm going to uh, dig further in this as we talk about the leeks and the onions. If we talk about those things that God wants us to get rid of, those things that God wants us to embrace, that we may uh, um, that we may manifest anew, that we may birth out that which God has purposed for us in this season, that healing and deliverance may manifest in the world because it is not all about us. It's a it involves us, but it's not about us. We all have a work to do. That's why we're still here in the earth. God has a purpose. God has a plan. And he wants us to do that, which he's ordained for such a time as this. So I just wanted to give you that word and be thinking about the leeks and the onions, be thinking about those things that uh, 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 you are, are holding on to, those things that uh, really are, are not strengthening you at all. What kind of what are you listening to? What are you hearing? Uh, what are you studying? What are you declaring and decreeing? And uh, uh, who are you following? Who are you following? Uh, are you getting some meat or are you just continuing to drink to drink milk? And so, again, it's time for us to stop drinking the milk. It's time for us to to get the steak, if you will, to get that, which is 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 uh, takes effort to chew, if you will. And it's going to take some effort. You know, many times we want things because we don't know what it entails or what it takes to get it. And it just looks good on the surface, on the outside and what we may consider something that is uh, uh uh glamorous or whatever but one thing for sure i don't care what it is whether it's as work in the ministry whether it's work in a business anything that is worth that that you that that is worth having you're going to have to work for it everything that is worth having that's going to be uh substantial or have any substance of to any degree you are going to have to work for it it's not just going to fall out the sky and you just walk in and do nothing and not be prepared so again i will come back and talk more about the 
the leeks and the onions and those things that are fluffy, those things that don't have any substance that we are continuing to run after. God is wanting the body of Christ to rise up the sons and daughters. The earth is groaning. There is so much going on, but some of it is going to be because we're in a fallen world. But there is so much that we as the body of Christ can do something about. And so this is this is the vein that that uh, we need to be in. This is the vein that I am in. And I will come back again soon within the next few days or even next week and 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 speak forth what thus saith the Lord, that we may come up higher, that we may hear those things that that are coming to pass. And not only that we hear and we know, but that we know what to do about it, that we'll be like the sons of Issachar. And they not only knew what the seat, what the season was, but they also knew what to do about it, that we may walk in the wisdom of God, that we will know how to pray, that we will know what to declare and decree. Because the word also tells us if we decree a thing, it shall be established. And we don't want to be around decreeing the wrong thing or, or, or misquoting anything. So again, join me next time and, um, I'll put something out on Facebook and, um, yeah, put something out on Facebook and uh, on Instagram and some of the other platforms and Twitter to uh, let you all know when I will be coming on until I establish uh, a regular schedule that you will know exactly when I'm going to be on. And so I thank you for joining me. I thank you for listening in. This is your host, Elder Gloria Holloway, and this is the Higher Design for Living Network. Uh, this is the Higher Design for Living show. And uh, thank you for joining me. And uh, I really appreciate it. And because uh, you could have been listening to somebody else, but you chose to listen to me and what thus saith the Lord. So I thank you and God bless you. Heaven smile upon you and may he keep you in all things. God bless you.